My name is Claudia. I'm a yoga teacher, earth student, writer, intuitive, health coach, and above all, a soul navigating the chaos and wonder of this human experience. I am your guide for all things spiritual, cosmic, well-being, personal development and expansion. And my purpose here and now is to use my voice to empower you to activate yours, to get to the depths of who you are and to find your light. With me, with all of us, learn to trust the process. This is where the magic happens. Hello everyone, welcome back to a new episode of Trust the Process. Um, Just a little PSA, Um, I'm going to be recording, well posting a couple of episodes this week. Um, This one's going to be a full moon episode that I really wanted to get out because it's the full moon today, (laughs) which is perfect timing. And one's a kind of like get to know me episode, which is really, I. at the start of the week, I really had the energy and felt like I wanted to record that and get it out this week. But my priority right now is the full moon um, episode because that's just like, the energies are really, really strong for me right now. And I just wanted to, yeah, to get that out there. Um, so yeah, I hope you're doing well. Um, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for listening. Like last week, just, was it last week or the week before? I can't remember. Just taking a minute to just <sighs> ground in some gratitude. I feel really grateful to be able to use my voice. I feel really proud of myself um, for being able to use my voice. And I feel really full and whole as I am um, and with a community that surrounds me with the people that surround me in all areas of my life and I'm just really seeking to amplify that at the moment um, and it just feels really good and every time there seems to be an obstacle or a challenge or every time things kind of start to pile up and become a bit overwhelming I keep coming back to that and the something that's been really moving me recently is like this idea of community and wholesomeness and just sheer fulfillment from community and finding my own purpose within a community um, which has been really really powerful and really grounding and I feel like subconsciously I've been kind of seeking out this kind of purpose for a while I know what my purpose is I know where I'm headed despite the uncertainty that life naturally brings I had a mini panic because I thought a spider was on my leg, but it was just a piece of hair. (laughs) Um, But at the same time, I feel like my higher self knew that I was being guided to something deeper and that was kind of like very spiritual and grounded in the same time because this idea, this sense of having a sense of community, of togetherness, of oneness is such a deeply spiritual practice. It's like at the heart of yogic philosophy, it's such a it's such a deeply profound thing in loads of religions and rituals and all kinds of practices, whatever they are and wherever they come from. But it's also such a grounding, earthing thing that allows us to be really rooted in this experience, in being human and the sharedness of this experience, I think, is what has made me realise, well, 
I, my purpose, aside from what I already know it to be and what I'm already working towards to manifest physically, I know that a huge part of it lies in, I used to think it was like building a community or building on a community, but now I really realize it's just like working with and in a community and just sharing as much as I can, creating as many meaningful connections as I can not seeking them out but just like really emitting this energy of wanting to share and help and grow and evolve together and I think as soon as I shifted that mindset and I just directed my vision slightly towards that that part of my dharma my purpose that's when I saw so many shifts and I saw so many profound shifts in relationships like friendships new connections all of my interactions literally even if it was just standing in line at the bakery um or going to take money out in a bank like things like that and it's just been really powerful for me so yeah that's my little introduction I feel like my introductions are kind of nothing actually to do with the episode but I feel like now that we're a few episodes in it's been really helpful for me to kind of ground myself in this way rather than give a like what have I been up to this week just more like what's been on my mind, what's been in my awareness. And in that way, it helps me to get it out as well. And sometimes things come up that I wasn't even really realizing. So thank you for listening to that. And maybe it'll inspire you to think about what's been coming up for you as well and what's shown up in your awareness this week and how you can shift your focus um, slightly more towards that and just venture into it a little bit more and ultimately just learn more about yourself so today today's episode is going to be about the full moon so kind of similarly to my new moon episode i'm gonna make this quite like practical in a way of it's not going to be too centered around this specific full moon um i am going to do an energy reading at the end i've allowed my um, oracle cards to charge in the moonlight overnight and I was just feeling really cool to come to them and to pull some cards for this new moon and just kind of give a little energy reading on that which is the first time I've done that so I feel really again really proud of myself that I feel called to that um and confident in in sharing that and I'm excited to see (laughs) to see what comes up but other than that I'm just going to be talking a bit about the full moon in general what it represents, what it means. And remember, as always, take what resonates for you and leave what doesn't. And, you know, if you want to go a bit deeper into it, if you want to, if you don't agree with me, if you want to see things differently to me, if you, all I ask is that you come into this with an open mind. And I think that's really how we should approach everything in life. And, you know, you might even agree with the things I'm saying and have the same perspective, but embody it in your reality and in your daily life in such a different way. And I think that's just, that's part of it. That's part of the human experience. And that's something that I've learned recently in being so in like that redirection of my focus on like community and like shared experiences and things like that with other people and the people around me and myself and my place in the world around me is that I've had so much more reverence for other people for where they are in their journey. And it's something that I've always known, like you know everyone's on their own journey like not everyone's at the same speed as you you're not at the same speed as everyone literally everyone's experiencing something different and it's taking them in the exact right time exactly where they need to be but I think until you and 0707 (laughs) and but I think until you 
experience that in a way until something shifts like it has done for me in the last couple of weeks which really enables you to step back and take that information in you end up having so well I've ended up having so much more reverence for people who are on their part of their journey and I've allowed myself like I've given myself permission to feel that frustration like so much more if I ever get frustrated with people for not having the same belief systems as me or even in moments where I feel like I'm not being heard like I know that as valid as that is I've now learned to validate that and I can do that with ease like that's my natural state now that's my immediate response it's no longer fight or flight it's validating myself so I don't need to sink into it and become a victim but instead I can validate that But I can also see, okay, I feel like I'm not being heard. That's something within me. And it's not like, oh, I'm blaming myself. Everyone's a mirror. Like, you just need to look at your reflection. It's more like, that's within me. That's within my inner child. I'm going to go into this now and heal this part of myself. Because I've healed the root cause of these things. And now I can heal them on a much lighter level. I take the same loving intention with which I went into that self-validation for these emotions and now I bring it into really integrating into my relationship with my inner child and whatever parts of me that feel like they're not being heard or seen or that are crying for something um, outside of me and whatever action that that is. Um, So (laughs) kind of a little tangent again. Um, but yeah, talking about the full moon, I feel like I'm a bit overwhelmed by this topic because I honestly don't know where to start. I feel like I could talk about it for like hours on end, but, um, I was talking with uh, my best friend Amara recently about the full moon and we were saying how we feel like throughout, especially throughout the last year or so when we've gone through deep healing trauma with a lowercase t and a capital T inner child wounds, getting to the cause of deep-rooted emotional wounds within us, going through profound healing, integrating that, learning to validate ourselves, going through grief, loss, and just like a whirlwind of emotion and really learning for the first time properly in this awakening to hold ourselves in that. We feel like, we yeah, we were saying we felt like whatever happened whatever stage we were in whatever our practices were even if we were in a place where we felt like we were just so emotionally exhausted from the healing work that we were trying to do just by getting up every day like we couldn't always sink into our practices we couldn't I couldn't sometimes there were points where I couldn't even do like a five minute meditation um but we felt like the moon has held us throughout all of that. And it might sound like such a strange thing, but our full moon rituals, even more so, like actually a lot more so than new moon rituals, were always something that was prevalent in some way. And sometimes our full moon rituals consisted of literally having a bath, spraying some like magnesium oil on our bodies like help relax our muscles and calm us down lighting incense and watching our favorite childhood film which for us is any any studio ghibli film um but especially childhood it would be like print um uh my neighbor totoro or howl's moving castle 
or Ponyo. Um, and we would always learn like such profound things from it that we never got, obviously that we never got when we were kids, but even that we never got after that. And we felt like every time we watched one of these films, we learned something new. And sometimes our full moon rituals looked just like that, but they were so intentional and they were so loving. And um, yeah, I'm starting to realize that this is like, I'm being quite vulnerable and raw. And I honestly feel so sure of myself in that. I feel so confident um, in this expression and I feel I feel courageous and I feel vulnerable and yeah it's a really beautiful place to be in actually um, so I'm glad that I was guided here today um, but yeah we felt like the full moon like the, the moon in general was always like holding us and always supporting us and being so cyclical in her nature and just giving us permission especially in a time when we were very fragile and like our focus was very much on our healing so we weren't doing many things like outside of that because we were really focused on our emotional health and well-being above all she really gave us permission to literally be as her like to flow with her to go through ups and downs with her to go through day and night with her to rise and to fall with her to really flow into our feminine into our masculine and her energy really just embedded itself so deeply into us in those times when we really weren't doing anything other than looking after ourselves emotionally, which was a lot of work as it was, because it was very deep rooted, like trauma work and healing and integration processes that we were going through. But I feel like we felt like that throughout all of those, the moon just was really like anchoring us in that and supporting us and allowing us to ebb and flow with her. Um, so I guess you know that I keep referring to the moon as a her because the moon in her nature is yin. So the sun is yang, the moon is yin, masculine and feminine, day and night. Um, I spoke a bit about that in my new moon episode, how I often refer to new moon energy as quite yang and masculine, even though the moon in herself is feminine energy. Um, and I just saw 333, so I'm on the right track. <laughs> keep going Claudia thank you spirit um yeah even though the moon in herself is a feminine energy I feel like the new moon kind of carries this masculine energy it feels like a really big portal for duality because it's the moon it's feminine it's night but it's kind of representative of the day because it's opening it's newness it's possibilities so for me the new moon really shows how like the masculine and feminine can support one another and just have a beautiful dance in tandem but for me the full moon is so it's just it's complete surrender to me it's this divine feminine energy often around the full moon I will feel the need to slow down sometimes I don't even know it's a full moon and I feel myself I almost feel like I'm coming up to my own moon when I talk about my moon I mean my I'm talking about my menstrual cycle I call it my moon um because naturally they're um, women's menstrual cycles are synced with the cycle of the moon it's just like over time and society we live in it's become deterred away from that but mine is very much like syncing up has synced back up with the moon cycle and it varies like sometimes it's on the new moon sometimes it's in the full moon but it's always one or the other around that time um, just depending on what stage I'm at in my journey <laughs> um but yeah, so I often feel myself needing to slow down. I often take my movement very slow. I'm often doing a lot of yin yoga, like 
stretching on the ground like my meditations are like just me lying in shavasana and like the final posture just my whole body laid out on the floor on my yoga mat um i often use a lot of props during this time like i'll light a lot of incense i'll burn a lot of sage or palo santo i'll use my sound bowls i'll cleanse my crystals the full moon for me is more of a kind of like witchy time like it's really magical because it's very ritualistic and it's so different every time just based on my own intuition um last night for example I've, there's been certain crystals that i've been connected to a lot recently and i literally just left them to charge in the moonlight i mean we have like blinds that fully they're like blackout blinds and carlos likes them because I mean, they're blackout blinds, but I, I, I'll sleep with them for his sake because I know he has to like work and stuff, but I'm not a fan of, I would prefer not to sleep with them. And um, I said to him yesterday, I was like, oh, because it's a full moon, I want to charge my crystals and stuff. Can we leave the blind open? And I know that they'll still charge anyway, but it's just like the intention of really like allowing the moon in and the moonlight in and her energy in. And then he was like, oh yeah, but it's already difficult enough to sleep on a full moon. Like, isn't it going to be even more difficult if you leave the blinds up? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, but I love that. Like, I honestly feel like if, if it's almost a confirmation for me. Like if I wake up during the night or if I have trouble sleeping and it's a full moon, that doesn't actually make me want to shut the blinds. It just makes me like... I don't know, it just feels really cool because I feel like the moon is literally waking me up. She's literally speaking with me, she's conversing with me. All of her healing energy is being embedded into my veins and it's just so powerful and frustrating though it may be, like I just accept it and it's really nice. And that, and I saw 17, 17. And that happened to me last night and I woke up and I checked the time and I like my mind like freaking blows when this happens because I'm I'm quite a deep sleeper. Like I have some wild dreams, but I, I just sleep through them. I just go I just go balls deep in the dreams. Like I commit I commit fully to those crazy dreams. Like whatever they are, once I start, I finish what I started. Um, I, yeah, I don't really wake up that easily unless I need to go to the bathroom or get some water or something. But I literally woke up and it was. I turned my phone on and it said 3.32 and the second I turned it on I literally saw it switch to 3.33 and I was like <sighs> it's like you know when you have an idea when you're sleeping and you you want to write it down on your phone you're like oh no I'll remember it and you obviously never remember it the next day but there's a part of you that's like oh come on for god's sake like your phone's just next to you write it down don't be so lazy <laughs> I was I had that thing about screenshotting the 3.33 I was really um I was like, oh, I don't need to screenshot it. But then I was like, if your phone's right next to you, Claudia, just, just screenshot it. So I did. And it wasn't even really because of the 333. It was just more of like the, the memory of it. Because I know when I see that, like I'll, I'll remember what that was. Um, so yeah. So yeah, a lot of my full moon rituals center around cleansing. So like allowing the energy of the full moon, allowing the light of the full moon, really like even if it's not something that you strongly connect with, the intention behind it, even if you think that like the full moon's literal light isn't gonna seep into your crystals or whatever, it doesn't have to be that. Like it's, to me that, 
I, I don't do that every full moon. Actually, that's the first time I've done that in a good couple of months at least. I think about three months actually. And obviously three is a number in numerology, which signifies like cyclical things, new beginnings, things coming to a close. Um, so often when I have a break from my rituals and stuff, it tends to be around the three month mark when I come back into it intuitively. And I think that must be for that reason. But to me, that is the exact same as just setting an intention and just recognizing that the energy of the full moon is working, is being harnessed, is like implementing things in your life and setting your intention in tandem with that. Um, Because at the end of the day, like if, if you're doing something and you're not connected to that, not only will it not really work, but it won't really feel good. And the whole point of these practices are really to make us feel good and to make us feel more connected. And if I didn't, obviously I believe in crystals, I believe in their healing properties, I believe in the moon soaking up their energy and their intentions. But if one month I didn't feel like doing that, I wouldn't force myself to do that because I would, based on my belief systems, know that like that energy would sink in and stuff like that. But it would still have that energy of like forcefulness and like being attached to just doing that practice as it is. And ultimately, there would be some benefit to that, but ultimately that would actually take me away from my innate connection to the moon, to the cycles and to my own intuition. And it might have just turned out that that full moon, all I needed to do was just like sleep, go to sleep while listening to rainforest sounds, for example. So there's really no blueprint of how it should look like. And to me, all of these rituals, leaving things on your windowsill to soak up the full moon, it doesn't have to be physical for me I like to do those things because I, I find it like extremely magical and fairy like and it, it's just so like it makes my inner child feel so like celestial um it's just beautiful like so beautiful to me but to me it's also the exact same as just setting your intention um which I find really powerful to do around the full moon as well and when I said that it was twenty one twenty one on the recording <laughs> so yeah um often I like as well sometimes to even if I'm not leaving crystals like if I write something in my journal even if it's not specifically related to the full moon if I'm writing in my journal on or around the full moon just in my normal journaling practice or whenever I feel like writing I'll often leave that on the windowsill as well or on its own for the full moon to soak that energy in because I feel like there was a reason why I wrote that. Like there was a reason that my channel channel opened up in that way at this exact time, as there always is. Two, two, two. Just saw that. Um, and so the fact that it happened and I wrote those specific things, even if I can't consciously connect to the reason behind them in this moment, I'll know that there's a deeper meaning for them. And I so I leave them on my windowsill then as well. Um, I also have some like dead flowers, <laughs> sounds a bit morbid, but I have some dead flowers on my window so that, yeah, flowers like from plants that have dried up because our apartment's quite humid, but they stayed intact, they're just dry and I want to like press them and make them into art. Um, they already are, but I want to make them into like <laughs> creativeness. Um, and so I left, they were there as well, like soaking up the energy of the full moon and that wasn't really intention, like I didn't do it on purpose but now I know when I make that art like they're gonna have so much intention in them and they're gonna be like that intention is gonna be literally pressed into them and framed up and it's gonna be like carried in my space in this house and that's really powerful to me because then I know that 
they've been there for a while, but because this full moon for me was really intentional and I was really putting a lot of energy into setting my intentions and cleansing things and allowing the moon's energy to implement herself in my crystals and my intentions, in my tarot cards, in my journals, I feel like the flowers, especially because they're part of nature and they're part of that, the lunar cycle as well, they're part of like, the duality of life and they're literally living beings and they still carry even after they've they're not on the plant anymore they're still carrying such profound energy um so yeah i'm excited for that um so yeah i guess i've spoken a bit about um like full moon rituals and things like that i think i want to give some like journal prompts as well that would be good to use on a full moon and in the same way that i said this on my new moon energy um reading it doesn't have to be written in a journal it doesn't have to be like i think sometimes these things are overwhelming like even for me if i am watching a video about the full moon or some kind of practice and i hear the idea of putting out journal prompts if i don't feel intuitively called to write journal prompts in that moment i can obviously i can um sometimes feel a little overwhelmed or intimidated by that notion because i feel like oh i have to like oh i know that this is a good idea like this is what i should be doing um but it doesn't have to be something that you write down it could be something that you just brainstorm that you barely even think about that you just even if you just listen to it and it goes into your subconscious especially around this time it will have some kind of impact on you so and they're really simple as well like i don't think that full moon journal prompts unlike new moon journal prompts um require too much thinking it's more like they're the kind of things that you think you would have to think about but then when it comes down to it you don't like you just write and you just see what comes to you um so the first one would be and they're quite generic like this to be honest this is like a very kind of generic full moon sort of ritual thing that i'm doing here but one of them for me would be okay yeah so the first journal prompt would be what can i let go of during this full moon what can i let go of during this full moon so it's something really simple it's something that you know it's the kind of thing that you hear that question and you try and think about an answer but deep down you know there's something even if you it's it doesn't even mean like if you can't think of it in this like in your conscious mind right now it doesn't mean that you're resisting it it might be that like you honestly don't know what it is but deep down there will be something and just like planting that question in your field of awareness you're letting your consciousness know like okay there is something that I can let go of and I'm ready to let go of it and when the time's ready it will be let go of and it will come to me and I'll know what it is and I'll work towards letting that go in whatever way is right at the time and I just saw 26 26 um so yeah that's I like that journal prompt um another one that I really like is how can I sink into surrender more how can I sink into surrender more um so yeah I like that journal prompt because for me the full moon really is about surrender it's about surrendering to the tides she's this very 
feminine, flowy energy. So I relate her to the element of water because she's very releasing. She's very fluid. She's very, it's just like complete surrender. It's literally just like being in a really salty sea in the Mediterranean, lying on your back not forcing yourself to stay upright and just trusting that the sea is going to carry you, that the shore is right there, that the salt and the waves are enabling you to float and all you need to do is breathe. And the deeper you breathe without any attachment to the reason or to an outcome, the deeper you just breathe to allow yourself to float and to allow everything around you to work in your favour, to carry you and to keep you floating that is what is going to enable you to surrender more and more and more and there's always going to be a moment where we feel like we panic sets in and we feel like there's an obstacle or even if things started off easy there's some bumps along the way and some tides come and that fight flight or freeze response sets in again but then we get past that you just breathe into that and that's when you consciously breathe even more deeply you tell yourself you're safe you do some tapping, you do some Reiki on yourself, you literally just, to do Reiki on yourself, all you need to do is hold your hands out in front of you, feel the energy between your hands, and really feel it, try it now if you want, just try and physically feel the energy between your hands, and on a more esoteric level, then consider that you can't physically feel it, it is just energy, then kind of move your hands around as if there's a ball in between them and then just place your hands anywhere on your body. You can place them actually to touch your body to really let this energy seep into you or you can literally just place them over your heart space without your hands touching you so you're like moving this energy so that your heart space and this energy can align to meet each other and that's total surrender for me. Um... And another journal prompt that just came to me that I just channeled was how can I be more true to myself during this time to set the foundations for my future self? So I guess you could just, and I saw 2929, so that was definitely a divine download. But I guess for that, you could really just say, how can I be more true to myself? And I think... If you really just plant that question, you might be surprised at the answers that come up. I think there's so many areas in life where we... <laughs> it kind of bothers me that a lot of people say that nowadays people are lacking in authenticity, people aren't creative, and people are creative, people are inherently creative. People are connecting to that now more than they ever have been. Um, people are finding their expression now more than they ever have been. Yeah, things are saturated, especially in media industries and things like that. But we probably think those opinions come from thinking that things are way more saturated than they are because we're exposed to social media, because we see things in echo chambers and because we follow things we like and people we like and we have different opinions. And there's this space that is almost like asking for validation and asking for opinions and asking for things to be validated by others so creativity and authenticity there's so many areas in life and creativity like 
even in this in art like you could consider art one creative outlet but then even within art you've got so many different like even if you were going to take art and then you would go okay what's a, what's one outlet of art and you could say um like sculptures like creating sculptures and then even in sculptures you could be like well sort of like greek like roman like goddess type sculptures or like wire sculptures or clay sculptures and then even just in one specific one in clay sculptures you've got so many different things so it's easy for people to say oh things are so saturated at the moment but that's because they're coming at it from a lens of like knowing that there's a platform for people to use their voice and to express themselves and it seems saturated to them because there's so much room for opinion and because at the end of the day even if someone's promoting their work or if they're just using it as a creative outlet, we're human beings. And I really believe right now that there's always a part of us that will be doing something for validation. As much as I would like to sit here and say like, I'm doing this completely for me, there, I feel like, yeah, there is a part of me that is doing this for validation, but I'm aware of that. And I have a very pure and good and solid intention behind that and I'm honestly okay with it because it doesn't affect my creativity it doesn't affect how I express myself at all people will say oh everyone's got a podcast nowadays but that's because they're able to and that's because everyone has always had a voice everyone's always had an opinion everyone's always had something that they like to talk about but now there's a platform for them to do it and so to say that authenticity is lacking in my opinion it's just it's it's like that the anti-truth like it's just not it, it's just not it just isn't it's it's so not at all and I think to kind of further that and you can have an opinion that a market is saturated that's absolutely fine like think that it's it's really okay I've thought that and I still do to some extent about certain areas and different industries and different forms of expression and especially on social media and stuff but I think to make that claim that something as innate in our bones that cre as creativity is lacking in individuals is just simply not true. And despite the fact that we have this platform, we have this means of expressing ourselves now, S333, I'm on the right track. <laughs> um, and the time's also 1313, 13, so it's cool. Even though we have this platform now and it makes our modes of expression so much easier, it also opens us up to a lot more judgment to a lot more criticism and that's never going to stop we have to take the good with the bad like I mean there is no good or bad but we have to take one with the other we can't accept that we now have this platform we can't we can choose to not express ourselves and we can choose to hold ourselves back because we don't feel like we're ready to receive criticism etc which is fine but then once we venture out of that we realize that we do want to express ourselves in our own way in our own niche whatever that is to venture outside of our comfort zones into something new, to dive deeper, to just show ourselves, to show up, like to show the world around us in some way, no matter who that's to. It's not about, oh, I'm showing people, I want to show people. It's about, doesn't matter if you've got a million followers, a thousand or two, it literally mean, makes no difference whatsoever. It's the intention that you're putting behind it. It's the energy, it's the fact of expressing yourself and the intention whatever else is behind it, of showing yourself, of putting yourself out there, of literally expressing yourself from within, as within, so without, right? Is that, did I make that up? I don't know, but 
as within, so without. No, it's as above, so below, but it works with this. As within, so without. In doing that, first of all, you're recognizing that the power is in with you, within you. So you're not saying that your creativity comes from something else and then you're re-expressing it. You're recognizing that that power, that creativity, even if you see, find exp, um, inspiration externally in your surroundings, etc., you're recognizing that that creativity, that form of expression, energetically comes within your energetic center. It then works in tandem with your emotions, your feelings, your surroundings to then get manifest, mass, manifested physically and then get expressed through your throat chakra. So it comes from your sacral chakra. It comes from this place of passion, of purpose. It moves up through your solar plexus into feeling, into intuition. And it comes all the way through your throat chakra to be expressed. And ultimately, that energy is extended outwardly through the crown. So that doesn't mean oh, I want to show my thing to a million people. And if you do, great, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how many people, it doesn't matter who, of course, these things make a difference in the physical world that we live in, in terms of like gaining popularity or like advertising yourself or things like that. But just in terms of the intention of showing up authentically as you are, if you're putting that energy out there, that energy can extend to India, it can extend to South Africa, it can extend to New Zealand, it can extend to the other side of the world because you're moving with the intention of using your innate abilities to move that energy through you and literally plant it in this physical world rather than guarding it within yourself. Then when you move from that into this space, you then kind of have to learn to accept the quote unquote good and bad because you've accepted that you're going to express yourself there's always going to be opinion, there's always going to be judgment, there's always going to be criticism, and there always has been. There isn't any more now than there ever was. But because we're living in this quote-unquote saturated world where social media is a thing and everyone has a voice, you have to accept that you have a voice and that's what's enabled you to express things in the way that you have. But everyone else has a voice as well and they can use it in whatever way they want, What Ever their intention is whether it's well-intended or mal-intended if that makes sense so with that journal prompt which <laughs> I really like channeled that information completely there I have literally no idea what I just said and <laughs> it's 37 37 um I literally have no clue what I just said but I know why that's that journal prompt just came came to me because I've never said that journal prompt I've never written about it I've never used it on a full moon but I know why I got that got that download so how can I be more true to myself we're just gonna leave it at that um so yeah I think that's that's I'm so surprised with where this <laughs> where this episode went at first I thought it wasn't going to be that long because I felt like what can I say when I have so much to say do you know what I mean um and then in the rest of this episode I was thinking like I feel like I wanted to say more but literally all I've got on my notes is full moon meaning rituals energy and reading um and I've kind of I think I'm just a bit stumped at myself because I'm like my human is like hmm didn't you want to say like something something else like was there something else but there honestly wasn't and that's just what came to me and I'm just a bit surprised so my ego is just like, okay, girl, like, I don't even know. So, like, I wish I could, like, counteract you right now. Um, but, yeah, if you just want to, if you're still here, <laughs> uh, 
Um, I'm going to use all of the energy that I've just channeled. I'm going to use the energy of the full moon that has been charging my oracle cards. Um, I literally pulled one for myself yesterday. I'm just shuffling them now. I literally pulled one for myself yesterday before a meeting, like an interview that I had. And it was just so insane because I was using Microsoft Teams and I I haven't used that on my um, MacBook before. And on my old laptop, you didn't have to download the app because it was already like Microsoft, but obviously, because this is Apple, it doesn't have that um, format, I guess is the word. And so I had the interview on Teams and I went on it and I couldn't use my video. Like I saw whether I wasn't being like, um, what's the word, inept? No, inept, is that the word? Yeah, I wasn't being technolo technologically inept. I was just like, I couldn't use the, um, I couldn't use the video. Like when I clicked it, it said that I had to download the Teams app. And so I got onto the interview and I said, oh, I'm really sorry. It won't let me show my face. And I guess that's better for this interview. Even though my ego was like, this is kind of good. But I was like, no, Claudia, like you can do this, show your face. Um, and then, so I, ha I said, oh, I'm really sorry. Like, I'm just gonna log off this um, interview for a second and go to um, download the app because it says I have to be able to download the app to use my video. And so as I was doing that, I literally looked at my Oracle cards that I haven't pulled in probably about, I don't know why I wanna say three to six weeks. It's cause I can't remember, my head's like three weeks, but I probably say three to six cause the universe is like, yeah, it's literally been like nearly two months Claudia, <laughs> like honestly. Um, but they've kind of just been there, not like collecting dust. Like I feel like I'm going on a tangent, but a lot of people say that, you know, your Oracle cards, your tarot, your crystals and stuff aren't gonna work and they're not gonna, you're not going to reap the benefits of their full potential if you just kind of leave them there and don't move with them. Um, move with them, sorry. <laughs> That's not what I meant. And don't, like, cleanse them, even if you're not using them and stuff. But I honestly think that my intention is never to just leave them there and, gather, and let them gather dust. My intention is to be, like, really intuitive and, like, yeah, really intuitive with how I use them, when I use them, how I cleanse them and stuff like that. And I feel like because of that intention, they take on that energy. And so they don't just kind of gather dust. They actually become more potent in that way. And so I was letting, oops, sorry. I was letting them charge overnight. And then in that time where I was downloading the Microsoft Teams app, I felt really called to pull a card, like just one, and I didn't even feel called to like shuffle them loads and like, like I'm doing now. I just literally opened the deck, opened the card, pulled one card immediately. And the card was form and it was execute on the plans that you have made. And it was just insanely synchronistic. And the time was 15-15 when I was, um, sorry, 16-16 when I was doing this as well. And... Um, yeah, it's just crazy to me because I felt really called cool to cleanse them in the moonlight the night before, which I haven't done in a while. And I wouldn't have pulled that card if I didn't have, if I hadn't have not had the Microsoft Teams app and had to like go off the interview to re-download it. So little tangent, but sometimes I just love saying these stories. Like I used to like every time a confirmation or something synchronistic would happen, 42, 42, <laughs> I would like tell everyone because I would be so shook. Like I would be so in shock every time, but not because I was in disbelief, but more like 
I would just be like, this is insane. When, you, when you're like living this physical human experience and you're a deeply spiritual, like esoterically connected person and you see these things from the spirit realm, universally, cosmically happening in the physical world. Like, it's just insane. Like, it, it's it's so like, whoa, like you take a step out of yourself for a second. Um, but, and then I went through a period where I was like, oh, I think I'm gonna like keep the sort of magic that appears to me like through confirmation, through synchronicities to myself. And for a time that worked for me, but I think that was kind of actually my inner child's way of protecting herself because often I felt like when I expressed it, it wasn't heard or it wasn't validated, 43, 43, wasn't validated in the way that I wanted it to be or that I needed it to be. And I'm seeing 1222. <laughs> oh my God, insane. Um, but that's what I needed at the time and that's fine. And now I just kind of pick and choose. And sometimes I just say absolutely everything that's crazy and universal and confirmative that happened to me. And I don't care how it's received because I'm so sure in it and my expression of it isn't to validate it it's more just to express it outwardly and to be like this is so freaking cool <laughs> and i just saw 13 13 so <laughs> anyway i've shuffled my cards um and i'm just gonna pull a few now um yeah i'm gonna pull a few cards and do you know what is so crazy i just finished talking about that i received an email <laughs> talking about synchronicities, talking about execute the plans you have made. I just received an email and I saw four fours in line after talking about that. And the email literally just said that I was successful in the interview, like this second. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave that there because this is just like, I can't. Okay, time for the energy reading, so. I'm going to pause this recording just for one minute to ground myself. I'm going to come back in like two seconds just to renew my energy for a couple of seconds. Um, and then I'm going to come back and do the reading and we can all just take a few deep breaths together and see how this resonates. Okay, so all it took was just one deep sigh in and out through the mouth. Um, but if you just want to come to a comfortable seat or if you're walking or whatever your situation is, if you're able to just like stop for a minute and if not it's fine as well just bring more awareness to what you're doing if you're moving in any way just become really mindful of that movement maybe slow it down a bit start to breathe deeply and straight away i want you to just focus on your solar plexus and imagine this small golden light right in the center of your stomach and as you breathe in it expands and it gets bigger and as you breathe out it contracts but with every breath in it expands a bit more until it's eventually filling up your whole body and extending outwardly outside of your body into the energy field around you just a few meters around you And now just see this as the light of the full moon, however that resonates with you. Even if you don't resonate with full moon practices, the light of the full moon is your intention and your intention comes from your solar plexus. 
and it's this bright yellow golden light that is bringing you closer to your purpose, connecting you deeper to your intuition, connecting you more deeply to your gut, your center, your literal center, your energetic and physical center. And this energy field around you is impenetrable. And so whenever you move from here, in light of this full moon, place your left hand on your belly and your right hand just below your heart, right in the center of your chest. And start to breathe really deeply into these parts of your body. Feel them rising to meet your hands and falling. Like the ebb and flow of the moon, the tides. Allowing healing to integrate so deeply into you, into all of you, your whole body, your energetic field. And now place your left hand on top of your right and your heart center. Maybe slightly bow to yourself. Just a small moment of reverence, of gratitude, of acceptance. Know that in this energy reading, this full moon reading, this oracle card reading, everything you need will be different for everyone. But everything you need personally will resonate with you exactly as it is meant to. Exactly at the level at which you're ready to receive it. And that is exactly as you're meant to receive it. So just bind yourself. Namaste. And now I'm going to do my card reading. So I'm just going to shuffle the cards twice more. It's crazy to me how literally this noise that I'm going to make is the cards shuffling by the way. It's crazy to me how just like literally three minutes of meditation for me, I was sat cross-legged and I was guiding it, but I was still focusing on like the intention of the collective and the people that I'm guiding and the energy, even though I don't know who is listening, like the energy that is guiding me and everyone's energy. Um, and I feel like even if you're walking, even if you have your eyes open, like even if you're doing a task, those three minutes literally like changed my state because they shifted me so much because I was visualizing, because I was not even focusing, but my energy was just so centered and grounded and connected. And I feel like you can always just come back to that and reconnect your center in that way. So I'm just about to lay the cards out. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pull a few cards, however many I feel called to. I'm going to say the name of them all um, after I've pulled them. Then I'm going to kind of give you a second what I think for a minute about how that resonates with me personally. Then I'm going to give a general overview of what they each mean generally. And then I'm going to read from the leaflet to give a more specific level. Okay, so I've laid them out and I'm just about to pick them. Okay, 
this one. from the left hand, right hand side of the pile, <laughs> which is funny because that's the creative side, that's the, yeah, it's a side of creativity. <laughs> Four. Okay. I actually feel like there's one more. I'm going to... I'm gonna do it now, actually, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna do that now. I'm gonna shuffle them again, because I feel like there's one more card, but I don't know why I feel really, I feel like I need to shuffle them just once more again. five cards so I'll read them in order turn them all over now oh wow so the first one is desire um, the core is in when I say the name of it it's not the name of the card it's the name of the section the core that it comes from so we've got desire mystery unity, another unity, and creation. And the card for desire was burden. The more you carry, the slower you move. And under mystery, we have potential. Everything is within your grasp. Under unity, we have solidarity, strength within the collective. And under the second unity, polarizingly, we have solitude, Personal truth may set others free. And the final card, under creation, we have abstraction, which is the present, it causes what is next. So just pause for a minute. Um, if you want to pause here or something, and you can just kind of think about what that means to you, um, if any of that resonates. So <laughs> it's really interesting for me. I wasn't expect. I don't know what, I wasn't really expecting anything, but I wasn't expecting these, definitely. Um... So for me personally, the way I'll just say like how I perceive it. I've had a bit of a think about what it means for me personally, but I'm not going to go into that. I'll say how I perceive each card and then what I think it kind of has to do. that, Like what I get that it has to do with this full moon. So for burden and the more you carry, the slower you move. For me, and in light of this full moon, this signifies being forced into surrender. So this signifies really being forced to slow down. It's almost like a sense of burnout it's almost like like I was saying right at the beginning of this episode how the full moon sometimes when I don't even know it's the full moon I feel the need to slow down 
I feel like my body needs more rest. It literally just needs time to move slower. I need to move more slowly. I need to move more intentionally. And so I think what this card is saying, and I just saw 55, a uh, 555, what this card is saying in light of the full moon is that you can be carrying a lot of things and a lot of things can be weighing you down and you're going to you're going to inevitably move slower when you have things that are like weighing down on your shoulders and this full moon is calling you to release them like i said in my first journal prompt like this full moon is calling you to literally release the burden to completely shed it so that you can move slower but lightly the intention of this full moon is to move slowly but not in a heavy way not in a way that feels burdensome that feels like you're carrying a weight that just is not yours to carry anymore and i just saw three 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 so it's really about letting yourself slow down accepting that but realizing that what got you there was perhaps you taking on too many things perhaps you overgiving people pleasing not taking things taking on the energies the needs the desires of other people and this card is under the core of desire taking on that of other people and energetically feeling heavy and unable to move forward and once you release these things even if it's just on an energetic level once you release these things you're able to feel lighter and you can move in that fluid movement you can move with more awareness you can still move slowly but you're moving slowly because you're moving mindfully uh, the second card potential everything is within your grasp for me around the time of the new moon especially the last new moon that we had was very it felt to me very masculine very yang energy there was a lot of manifestation there was a lot of things going on that we were trying to manifest and bring from the energetic into the physical and i feel like this card and around this full moon is giving me the energy of like those things that you manifested are now coming into fruition they might not be coming exactly now they might not be manifesting physically right now but it's within your grasp like you have it at your fingertips you don't need to keep reaching for it because it's literally there so if you just keep your arm outstretched you don't need to you don't need to change anything you don't need to become attached to having those things physically just keep your arm outstretched keep embodying that energy keep embodying the energy of everything that you want to cultivate and it is making its way to you and it's a lot closer than you think and surrender will really help with that solidarity strengthening the collective which is so interesting because right at the beginning when I gave my little like intro that was I said it was nothing to do with the full moon with this episode but clearly it was I feel like this full moon in the last literally in the last few days I've felt like this um there is so much strength in the collective this full moon is calling us to have a lot of reverence for other people it's calling us to be more humble to be more accepting to surrender to the fact that everyone is on their own journey it's also telling us this card is telling us that collective consciousness is raising it's lifting its frequency is raising itself and so if we connect to ourselves within a community whether that's a specific community our family our partner the people in our immediate vicinity our neighborhood 
on social media, wherever that is, we can have so much force and so much fierceness. We first need to, which moves on to the next card, we first need to have solitude, which is the card. We first need to go inwardly. It says personal truth may set others free. We need to, like I said, in the journal, the last journal problem was channeled, how can I be more true to myself? Connecting to our personal truth and what is true for us, realizing that we don't need to force that upon others, but we can find ways of imparting our wisdom on others. We can find ways of bringing this sharedness, this collectiveness of the human experience into our community, into our lives, into the people around us. And slowly, 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 that's how we'll continue to raise the vibrations. And finally, creation, which is crazy because I just, it was the last card and it was the one that I was shuffling again and it fell out. But this is also came after I said that everything was on the right side and the right side of the brain, like energetic body is like creativity and things like that. The present causes what is next and the word is abstraction. This full moon is about being present. It's about surrendering through all of these other cards. If you think about it, I pulled all of these cards and this one came, it literally fell out. To me, this one is the sum, it's the amalgamation of all of these things. Once we release ourselves from burden and we let go and we release things that aren't ours to carry and allow ourselves to move slowly and lightly and in line with who we are. Once we realize that everything that we've manifested is coming to us and we don't need to seek for it, we can surrender and let it come to us. Once we connect to our truth and find our way to express that and be in that authenticity and find a way to share that through humility, through reverence, through connectivity and oneness to our community, all of that happens in the present moment. And that causes what is, what is next, as the card says. That is what is gonna raise the collective vibration. That is what is gonna bring us our manifestations. That is what is gonna make our energy feel lighter and unburdensome. That is what is gonna bring us more oneness and bring us to where we are headed and where we are meant to be on our trajectory, which is different for everyone. Um, but it all happens in the present and that's what this full moon is about. It's about being present, but not just being present for the sake of saying it and just being mindful, but really sinking into surrender, listening, going inward, really deeply spending time in solitude, in silence, retreating a little bit, coming back to your truth, your expression, what you want from this life, from this moment, feeling into it and knowing that right now nothing needs to be done connecting back into your solar plexus your intuition feeling that magnetic field around you and knowing that it's happening in the now so i hope you enjoyed this slightly longer episode very well not impromptu but very unexpected that it went there very <laughs> profound and like i'm just shocked at my channel and my like I just saw Tutu Tutu. Wow, I got chills. I really like my ability to channel has really like um, kind of shocked me. And not in a way, not because I doubted my capabilities before, but I think I was guided to do this reading and to show up in this way because my higher self was like, no, I'm going to show you what you can do. Um, so yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Let me know what you think. Let me know about your full moon rituals, practices, everything. Um, 
I'd really love to know what you thought of this. It's very all over the place, but I was in a trance recording it and it's been over an hour. So enjoy this full moon, enjoy your rituals, set your intentions, be present with yourself, release, let go, surrender, flow with the tides, think about the journal prompts and just try, like really try to come back to yourself over these few days and take some deep belly breaths in the meantime. With that, may your breath be relentless. May your spirit be exalted, three, three, three. <laughs> and may your joy be contagious. Thank you, like from the bottom of my heart for listening so, so, so deeply. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I have so much gratitude and reverence for you and for myself. I see you, I hear you. Keep expressing yourself. I love you and I'll see you next time.